Pro. Dan Ives is here, Managing Director, Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. Good to see you, Dan. I mean, it's amazing here when I saw Tesla moving back above 800 when it was at six something early. It was at 620 back in uh, May. People were doubting it and look at it now. What do you think here? I mean, the haters will always hate you know, when it comes to Tesla and they've gone through some significant challenges. I mean, if you look at April and May, China's shutdown, I mean, that was an ugly quarter. But I think for Tesla right. investors, it was looking past that, what the run rate is for second half, a normalized China. And I think margins, I think overall in terms of the unit growth, better than feared. And that's why you're seeing, given Armageddon type expectations, you're seeing this rally. And I think now it also comes down to just execution. And I think that's really the key here that ultimately sends the stock higher. It's all about, it's not just about the deliveries, right? Because the deliveries are, are doing very well. Um, it's also about margins. And it's my understanding that people are really focusing on that. And as the margins were getting squeezed, the naysayers were critical of that. But the margins on a Tesla are still much better than those of, say, Ford or GM, right? Tesla's still doing very well in that category. Well, I think those are, they have almost golden margins. You know, when you look at gross margins, and me, look, me and you have talked about this, it's more of a, uh, what I'll be using was a disruptive software technology player rather than just a traditional automotive company. I think if you look at margins, you know, worst case fears are 25%. They came in auto gross margin of 26.2. You'll see some near-term pressure just given what we see in terms of the Berlin build out, Austin, as well as some of the China issues. But I think look, that rebounds in the 2023. And right now, they're on a run rate. They should be about $2 million going into 2023, and that's the key. Now, look, if you're a bear, it, it continues to just to be about execution, you know, always worried about another shortfall. But, but look, if you were negative on the stock at 200 split-adjusted, you know, you, you're going to, you know, continue to uh, be negative, even though it's had, you know, thousands of a percentage point higher because of what we've seen in terms of execution. Yeah. Do you still have a thousand dollar target and do you have a bull case? Well, thousand dollars are price target. And I just continue to view that. When could they get to twenty dollars or earnings power? And then ultimately it starts to scale because when you look ultimately at Berlin and Austin, that comes on board. It's also about production because that's what we're seeing across the board. Look at Ford, look at GM. It's all trying to get the you know, the engines roaring going two thousand twenty three. Tesla continues to sort of have that prowess, not just from a demand perspective, but production. And I think it's all about the margin story and it's all about the demand story. Recession, they're not immune. But I think if you look what we saw last night, yeah. that's still a lot better going to bed uh, you know, with, with these type of results. Yeah, and you said the healthy guidance for the second half by Musk and the team that looks achievable, with no margin for error. So we'll have a lot to talk about in the next six months, I'm sure, on this one. Um, Dan, as we look at what's going on with Twitter, I mean, it's just such a head scratcher because no one really knows where it's going at this moment. But I really, for the Tesla shareholders, how much risk do they face? Look, I think Twitter, it's been a nightmare situation, not just for the company, but I think for Tesla investors. Clearly, yeah. the must situation in terms of the ownership eventually is you're going to have to pay, you know, a five to, you know, $10 billion type, you know, settlement. You know, could he ultimately own, 
know, Twitter and hold. So that's been overhang definitely on the stock. But but I do think you're starting to see that fade. And I think you're okay. starting to see, especially as we go into court, that will start to play out going into October. You wouldn't buy Twitter here at 39.30, would you? Or you would? I would not, just because I view it basically as almost, you're basically playing the legal situation in Delaware okay. at this point. So it's become an R play. Let's get to some of the other topics. Apple, we talked about a hiring slowdown. Um, you know, what do you think about that? They said in certain divisions. Look, I think you're seeing it across tech, right? I mean, you, you're seeing the slowdown across tech, and you'll see a hiring slowdown. But, but they're also yeah. hiring in other places. So I, I just don't. And look, Not next week's a key that, week then, right? for earnings. But I just don't worry about it. But again, in this market, everything's going to be over focused. I think that's just prudent. Right. You think Apple's still a winner, right? And you think the iPhone 14 is going to be a hit? I mean, that's going to be the more expensive iPhone, but the price point should actually help them along. Right now, the stock's at 155. What's your target on that one? Yeah, $200 price target. I continue to view that as it's an underestimated demand cycle. Of course, recession and macro, but. You know, we're, when, when you look this out in the next six, 12 months, I mean, you could potentially have peak iPhone year in 2023, just as it all sort of hits. And, and then the services business, you know, which we believe is worth over a trillion. That's why we continue to like Apple. As we think of cloud and cybersecurity and such, I always peek at the Ives ETF. And um, I do see a recent move higher, much like what we've been seeing in the sector. Um, over one month, up about 7%. What do you like specifically, some of the names in that group? Look, I mean, in terms of cloud plays, and we talked about Microsoft's one of our favorites, Salesforce is another. I, I think this cloud trend, it's it's not really going to decelerate. And I think that's going to come down earnings over the next week or two. And, and then I think there's names like Nice Systems, which is a way to play cloud on the call center. Verin is another name sort of under the radar. And then there's names like Ziff Davis, which is a digital ad play, which continues to be one of our under-the-radar names. And look, I just think it's a bifurcation in tech, and I believe a lot of these tech names, specifically enterprise, have been oversold, and that's why we continue to be bullish on tech. Yeah, do you feel frustrated with the Musk moves? Look, I mean, it's been a circus show, uh, you know, just basically navigating that. and. I think it's been frustrating for everyone involved. And there's no winners. It's been a loser across the board. But right now, this is going to be a Game of Thrones battle going into Delaware between Musk and Twitter board. Dan Ives, nice to see you. Managing Director, Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. Thanks Always for having a me. Conversation.